0: Talk about know. whatever, you, talk want to about talk whatever about. you want to okay. talk about. I want to okay. talk about something. This is the Weed and Whiskey Podcast. <laughs> this is the Weed and Whiskey Podcast. There was an alert on the phone, so... <laughs> it's, so it's so so Apparently whenever
1: you say Casey Strain into Josh's phone, it gets pissed. fucking <laughs> so freaks out, dude. <laughs> I must have sat on it It's the
0: Weed and Whiskey <laughs> Podcast with Casey Strain as, and, as Whiskey and, and Josh, Josh Tieford Dieford
1: as weed. weed. And Nathan Weinbender as...
0: Guy who watches Mm -hmm. movies. Hello, (laughs) hello everyone. Our guest today is Nathan Weinbender. I don't have a
2: nickname yet. No, Uh,
0: Wiener Bender. Mm, Oh god.
2: (laughs) That's really funny.
0: You'll never get rid of that shit. Yeah, it's like that's a new one. (laughs) I worked with a guy in Seattle whose name was Ryan Uh Kochevar, but it kind of looks like it's spelled (laughs) Cockheaver. So once we found out how it was spelled, it was like super the fuck on. Right. But also Apologies th- to Ryan. being called cock heaver is kind of like also not the worst. Like it implies yeah. you're at least doing something with your cock.
2: Or you got one that's that you got to heave around, you know? Right. Yeah. You got right. the
0: extra one.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you work out with it so that you're ready for the big right. game. Yeah, it's like a weighted <laughs> bat that you take practice cuts <laughs> with. Then when it's time to bone, you just take it off, and then there's your real Mm -hmm. less appealing dick. Right. They Hmm. sell...
1: Less or more? I don't
0: know. It's tough to call, but I I know they sell... It depends on the partner. They sell, like, two or three inch silicone dick extensions. Wow. That you can put on the end of your wiener if you're just
2: that insecure. Hmm. Where do you get one of those?
0: I mean... No, I'm not I'm asking or for... Where do you pick anyone. one of those, up? Yeah.
2: How much is it going
1: to Do they let you try it on? Uh,
0: I don't think they let you try it they on. They have to bring out a tailor
2: to be sure. I feel like... To put a nylon over For things
0: like <laughs> sex toys, the best answer is the internet. Yeah. Like, clearly, there's, like, a uh, castle superstore mm-hmm. or lovers or wherever you're going to go for your brick-and-mortar sex needs the mom and
2: pop sex stores. I think right.
0: I'm gonna
1: correct you though, because I don't think a penis extender extension, whatever you want to call it, is a toy.
2: Hmm.
1: I don't think it's a sex I think it's a sex
0: tool or well, apparatus. Enough. But then most of those things are not Tools. toys yeah. in that way. Right. Like a vibrator isn't a toy in the sense where you're like Oh, I'm going to get out the old vibrator and play around with it. No, but no, I that's think exactly that is what play.
2: Because
1: <laughs> I think it's. Uh, you play, like. When you masturbate, you play with yourself. <laughs> so a toy would be.
2: It's semantics, gentlemen. All right. Yeah,
0: I feel like we're getting distracted here from mm-hmm. the real. From the real shit that about. we usually <laughs> talk about. Yeah, which is that it's the holiday season. It is the holidays. And uh, we're in the middle of it because uh, we're past Thanksgiving, but it's before Christmas. You know, we're in that yeah. chunk. Tis where, the season. Yeah, it's quite literally. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> is it me? Or is it getting older? Or has American culture just changed? Or is it all three or whatever? Like, It just seems like that... Still, it means something in the sense that, like, we know what time period it is, but, like, I can't think of the last time relatives from, like, Wisconsin or some shit drove over for Christmas or flew home for Christmas and stayed for, like, a week. Like, like back in the day, people would come and they'd stay for, like, enough time to make it worth getting there, and then they'd leave, and it'd be, like, this big annoying yeah. shit where you'd, like, put up your in-laws for days and days at a time,
2: Well, it could also be the fact that we're in a period where, uh, I think many of us are uh, distancing ourselves from uh, certain extended family members. So maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah, like
1: with social media, (coughs) you already know what arguments you're going to get into. Yeah, you already already know what your relatives are going to suck you before you dread the five hundred miles or whatever
0: it is. So yeah, like, but that's what's know. wrong with America. <laughs> yeah. So you're not forced yeah.
1: to
2: endure this the America bullshit. I know,
1: you get blindsided on Christmas Eve.
2: <laughs> yeah, the America I Like, know. oh God, Uncle Steve's been reading Breitbart. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And he now you can see him just post those links, you he know. He doesn't say anything until four beers in. You know, right.
0: And then it comes out. Yeah. Like, it has to be 9.30. Like, you know, like when you're good and Christmas drunk or oh, whatever. he sat through dinner. Right. <laughs> he held his
2: tongue, <laughs> and then he has like one extra glass of eggnog, and he turns into Alex Jones all of a sudden. <laughs> and now you it, see, because fa- Facebook it it kind of vets it vets you, right? Like yeah, you does. already know.
0: Um, I think uh, it doesn't tell you everything, though. You know, case in point, uh, a guy I know on. Facebook and in real life, but now not on Facebook because of what I'm about to tell you. (laughs) Uh, He seemed pretty normal, but then he got picked up for 12 counts of child pornography. Oh, yikes. And you would never be able to tell that on his Facebook.
2: Well, I don't think those are links he's going to be sharing, right? You'd
0: think that, right? But he got busted because he uploaded shit to the cloud. Oh. no. Right? Yeah. Which that'll are, do it. Not that we need to dwell on this, but that's yeah. just... Come on. <laughs> like, everything's connected to the internet mm-hmm. now. Criminals of all breeds need... Like, your fucking drug scale is connected to the internet now. You know what I mean? It's, it's like connected it? to... Well, if it isn't, it will be soon. Like, the Department of Weights and Measures. Hmm. No. I don't know. You don't like where this is headed? Well, I think
2: that, you know, if that was the case, then Scarface would be a lot shorter.
0: Well, right. Mm-hmm. It would... This, you know, today's iteration of Scarface would be a lot different.
2: It'd be Molly. It would of, be. Okay. And
0: the beauty of it being Molly is MDMA
2: that just isn't as glamorous. Right.
0: No. I mean, that's what Molly is, so to speak. Yeah, I know. But it's like... Molly's illegal, right? Mm-hmm. But ethylone... Isn't illegal.
2: This is the science portion of the show, and it show. makes
0: you feel almost like you're taking Molly. It looks the same, voddy voddy, and it's like he could just sell that, and it's totally legal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, huh? See, he's still that's got not problems. nearly as
2: compelling. No, it's not. No. It's not. You gotta have some danger. Also,
0: uh, use, we'll take just one moment out of our really hilarious comedic podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, just to let you know about drugs, that if you're doing molly, and you're putting it in your nose and getting high, it's not molly. And you should ask your friends to not buy fake drugs again. Just a PSA, (laughs) you can't snort molly and get high, so I know some of you are thinking in your head right now, that's fucking bullshit, I did it last year at Pretty Lights, (laughs) and I'm here to let you know
2: that that was not molly. (laughs) It was probably something a little methier. Also, you were at a terrible concert. Ooh, really? Yeah. You don't like pretty lights? No. Why not? I don't really like any of that, like, electro club party. What? I know. know, Shocking, right?
0: (laughs) I mean, kind of.
2: Really? Yeah. You're surprised by that? I am, in a way. I mean, you've met me, right? I have. Okay. This isn't the first time. Yeah, no, it's not. But, like, I don't
0: presume to know everything about you.
2: Just that whole, like, you know, Skrillex era... Of, oh yeah uh, like whole, edm like the like bro swear, stuff. i swear EDM. i
0: walked down the street behind
1: you
2: and you had your ex, your like wow, exterior man, speaker i, <laughs> I had <laughs> my, that <wasn't> my <laughs> uh, light up gloves on and i was wearing a little stick that, necklace that
0: is a point of contention mm-hmm. i will start with you right there okay is that that shit was a part of the culture way before bro stuff. right but it's still part of it right yeah, but it exists as a, in a place of permanence in the culture, whereas Brostep has already come and gone. Oh, okay. Like people are not excited. I mean,
2: I can't. It. I'm. I'm not gonna feign. Uh, right. No, uh, I. I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> intelligence in this matter. I just.
0: No, I just that that's uh, that style of music. Like so, there was like, the pop punk thing mm-hmm. happened in the early 2000s, Right. And then it went emo for a while. Right. right? And then post. Like, post, like, hardcore, like, post-metal, right? Right, whatever that was, yeah. It was, like, you know, slightly harder emo. Yeah. And then that fucking dude, and then Skrillex, was Mm -hmm. like, fuck that, I don't want to be in a, a, like, a hardcore post-metal band or whatever. I'm going to be a DJ. Yeah. And he did that, and, you know, kudos to him for doing it or whatever. I guess he lives in a nicer house than all of us. Right. But all those dudes who had followed that trajectory... Mm those were the dudes that came into the EDM scene all of a sudden and were like, Bro, check it out! Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? like, And I totally understand why you would not want to be a part of that. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that having been said, now that they're largely gone, it's a safer time to enter the space.
2: Well, I'm, I won't be, but thank you.
0: Oh. <laughs> that bums me out, dude. Why? You know, why? Because it's like... It's such a broad section of music that the, to deny it entirely mm-hmm. is kinda silly to me. It's like being like, I don't like rock.
2: No nope. I guess that's fair.
0: <laughs> no kind of rock. Not old fair. rock, not new rock. Or how
2: about the how about people you know what really what really you know what really grinds my gears well, is I just when <laughs> uh when people say you hear this all the time say like what kind of music do you like? And people say, um, anything but country and rap. It's like, where you're listening to the wrong country and you're listening to the wrong rap. Right? Yeah. I like, I fucking fully agree. But you hear that all the time.
0: And what they should be saying is they should be using the word popular.
2: Before, yeah. Correct. Pop country,
0: yeah. garbage.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Popular rap or
2: hip-hop, garbage. I think that's what they call it now. Hip-hop? Yeah, hip-hop. Yeah. No, no, hip-hop. Oh, hip-hop. 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 Hip hop. Uh, Yeah, that's what my grandma did when she was
0: getting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom, Boom. Bow. See, that's what you—that's what you tune in for. Yeah.
0: So, Nathan. Yeah. Would you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, like? Oh, if I have to. I mean, (laughs) what do you do?
2: Uh, I I write for the Inlander. I'm an editor at the Inlander. I edit the film and and music section. I'm 28.
0: And you're an editor. Yeah. That's so fucking incredible, dude.
2: Well, I do what I can. Yeah. Um, and Fair. I've been there for almost a year now. I was previously at the, uh, at the daily at the spokesman review. Sure. Um, and yeah, that's, that's my, uh, that's my grind.
0: That's cool, man.
2: Yeah, it's great. Yeah. They're a fantastic, uh, fantastic publication and, um, well, I don't I've know anything about that. I can't read, so. <laughs> <laughs> I always suspected that about you. Right? You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. a
0: lot of confidence. You, just, you see, tapes.
2: well, you see Josh walking yeah. down the street you go, even if you don't know no. that guy doesn't know how to read you can just tell you know what I mean it's the way that you like it's, really it's a, your shoulders it's the way it's really you scowl you, it. Yeah, the scowl Street signs the <laughs> just, anything with letters on
1: it yeah, like, like no no I'm not he's sure always that
2: pulling means. on doors that say push and going yeah. through exits <laughs> I mean that is like more true with... than I want it to be <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can actually there's
0: a there's a name for doors that are designed poorly like that do you know what I mean mm-hmm. I of course, I can't think of it.
2: Cause like a technical yeah, term?
0: Yeah, for a door where you you walk up to the door. If a door were designed correctly, you would be able to naturally intuit what action opens it—a push or a pull. Mm-hmm. But there are these doors that are designed where you're like,
2: they could go either way.
0: Yeah, like a door where it's like a like a like a swing door that yeah. has like a bar that comes out like four inches and then just hard left, mm-hmm. and you're like, do you I? Like, Push this and walk through. Or is it a handle you have
2: to turn? Mm -hmm. Even better. Yeah.
0: Like, or do I, yeah, or do I pull, like, Mm -hmm. what is the, and clearly if you can see the hinge, you're fine, but like, sometimes you're in a hurry, and you're just like, fuck it, let's go.
2: Oh, Jesus. (laughs) You Heisman right through it.
0: Uh, you, you do. I have Heisman through a screen door. Oh.
1: Haven't we all, though? I feel (laughs)
0: like, Everyone's had to have been in a hurry at some point. I've
1: always been through like a sliding screen door, not even one on a hinge, just oh yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> I remember there was a dude that was going door to door. He came to my parents' house to sell screen sliding screen doors that instead of being in a frame that slid, were like on a coil that was retractable. Okay. So like you bring it over and it had a magnetic catch, and the pitch was that if you walked into it it would just pop the magnetic catch and retreat into the thing and so he's like trying to show us this he's like you see your dog you know people's dogs they run in through the screen door and then the screen door's all ruined so <coughs> <coughs> you <coughs> Yeah, Is part
1: of the, part of the yeah. character? He's not a very good salesman. And then, then he's going to say, I really need to buy this door because the
2: Because right. <laughs> I need the medicine. I've got TV. He's
0: like, no, you put the dog outside. I'm going to close the door and you call it. And we're like, okay. So put the dog out. He closes it. And we call the dog. And the dog goes through and just fucking splits the screen. Because <laughs> the dog came through like gangbusting. He's like, and that thing did not retract at all. It just splits straight up. And the funny thing to me is that I remember that demonstration failing so clearly, but I'll be goddamned if we did not get that screen
2: Maybe that is that's part of his pitch. Hopefully, it like, so like they'll feel pathetic. so bad for me that yeah. like, they'll have no choice but to <laughs> buy I Feel a brilliant... awful because a dog broke my door. <laughs> oh, what if he had? Like, this like is like my a... only display <laughs> what door. What if He had
0: like a rigged one. What if it's like rigged? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> With like a fine little. <laughs> You know, it's like a break breakaway screen. Yeah,
2: because, it. because honestly, like, the, the whole crux of his pitch, this idea that you're always walking into screens, I feel like that's a problem that he just invented. I don't think that's a problem most people have, is constantly walking into screens.
0: No, it isn't a big problem. No,
2: it's not. The
0: one kind of nice thing about it was that if you had, like, a bunch of shit to move from, like, the barbecue mm-hmm. into the house... You could walk up to it and just kinda like kick it and it would refract. Yeah, right. And that was cool. Like that was convenient. But the overall premise was like eh, <laughs> just don't run
2: through the screen door, right? Do they still have the screen? Oh yeah,
0: it's still fucking there. Well there you go. And I mean to its Best pre- purchase you ever made. To its credit, yeah, it's lasted like twenty five years.
2: Yeah.
0: Um
1: 25 years ago they had this technology?
0: Yeah, you never believed they had springs. I don't think they even had that on Star Trek. <laughs> well, and not to be too technical, but I think Star Trek happens in the future. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I get your point. God, I'm not very bright. Well. Man, that's been the whole thing I'm trying to... What on. if that
1: was the technology that lasted into the
0: <laughs> through the centuries so you got
1: to the enterprise you instead see of See the screen see the, No. It's like, why don't we just build doors that open by themselves? No, no, We don't need it. we don't need them. We got the spring.
2: Hey, put your dog
0: outside. <laughs> Let me show you how this works. See, and then, and then there's no mosquitoes that are going to get from the holding bay. Space
2: mosquitoes.
0: It. Hey, man. Space mosquitoes would be like uh, those water bears. You know what I'm oh about? yeah that apparently can survive in space yeah which is really fucking trippy
2: yeah that makes me think that they're capable of you know destroying yeah. us completely maybe
0: maybe that's their end game maybe <laughs> oh yeah they're called tardy braids <laughs>
2: tardy which, yeah
0: the tardy birds? Birds. Yeah, yeah they can yeah. live in space Which is far out. You know, exactly, bro. Wow, dude. Literally. Literally, Literally, bro. (laughs) (coughs) All right. Well, Casey, what's the whiskey today, bro? Well, it's the holiday season, It's the
1: holiday season! Gotta save money for that Christmas shopping, so we're drinking Seagram 7 American Whiskey. Oh! It's a blend. It's out of a plastic bottle. (laughs) (laughs) So...
0: So you know the BPAs
1: good. really give it like a little, a little push,
0: <laughs> a push
1: in your bloodstream. Yeah, BPA. but we're mixing it with uh, San Pellegrino,
0: Aranciata. Aranciata, yeah, yeah, mm. Aranciata. It's an
1: orange. It's an orange drink. It's like orange colored and tastes like oranges. It's
0: very tropical. It's got
1: nineteen percent it. orange yeah. juice. Mm. You wouldn't necessarily think. OJ and whiskey and whiskey but it's kind of like an old fashioned right because mm-hmm. it's got the bubbles it's
0: like stripped down yeah it's like when I made a white Russian out of chocolate milk and vodka <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did it work? <laughs> I mean it was kind of like a white Russian yeah. <laughs> you know? It's a white Russian in quotes yeah, yeah. I mean <clears throat> you know when you're in a fraternity mm. you'll do anything I well, that's what like, I've heard <laughs> yeah there's something about having that many dude, young dudes in the same spot with no real leadership.
2: Right. That's just not... Well, your leadership is a dude who's only, like, two years older yeah. than you. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Right. could be younger than you. <laughs> because, yeah, be. that's
0: the thing. When you're an upperclassman, unless you're, like, a house officer,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, then no. No. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know it's always you know it's whenever you read about those exposés about like horrifying things happening in fraternities, it's always like well, yeah, yeah, like of course, well, of yeah. course. and that's the
0: thing. Unfortunately, is this like it's like you're making Lord of the Flies essentially, yeah. yeah. Like, at least in a sorority. Yeah, there's tons of stupid fucked up shit that happens in a sorority. Sure. But there's a line because there's an old woman living there. <laughs>
2: right. You know what I mean? There's... Also, I mean, like, just the, the the basic premise of it, it's so condescending and sexist, this idea that, like, oh, the, the men are fine on their own. They don't right. need supervision, but the women have the to women have the maiden, <laughs> the maiden aunt that lives downstairs. Like... Well,
0: and their whole thing is way different. Like, the bulk of sororities use sleeping porches for everyone, Mm -hmm. whereas in a fraternity, like, a sleeping porch is something that's generally done for lower or underclassmen so that the upperclassmen can have actual rooms to sleep in. Whereas, like, in a sorority, no, dude, it's just all the chicks. Sounds like more of a democracy to me. Hmm. It's a really interesting system in general
2: either side yeah and it should probably not having
0: an old what
2: it should probably be abolished though i disagree
0: entirely i mean i I don't know man
2: i just think that you know a bunch of like 20 year old dudes in a house
0: well i mean like hey the difference is is that those 20 year old dudes Decided they wanted to put Greek letters on their house yeah. as opposed to the other like eight year twenty-year-old dudes that live in that like. That's true, multi- but there's something about house. those Greek
2: letters that brings with it this kind of entitlement where it's like oh, and and then there has to be this class structure within the house, you know. I don't know. It's it's a weird. Now, I, see I guess... this,
0: I wonder about. As did you experience a fraternity? no, no. So where I do haven't... you get this image of fraternity? Oh, like,
2: and it's probably completely unfounded, but. Uh, just, like, the horror stories that you read um, about, you know, the abuse that happens within them. Um, right. And I think that those are probably more, you know, they're, those are the ones that are made example of, right? Like, I think uh, in most, I, most I, of them, it's probably not that bad, but I don't know. There's just something right. about it that's strange to me.
0: Uh, I will concede there's something about it that's strange. Yeah. I. I mean, it, should be abo-
2: it shouldn't okay. be abolished. I, I should take that back. But it should definitely be... There need to be, like, stricter ground rules, right? Obviously, because... You, you see that a lot, of, a lot of fraternities are getting away with things. That, you know, and people are turning a blind eye when they should be intervening, right?
0: Uh, yeah. As in any systemic structure. Right. But, uh, I don't know. As a dude who was a fraternity officer that had the national organization come down on them, uh, I totally agree with certain... like, I, For me, my thing is it like there's this representation of fraternities as, like, this elitist, like, rich-only culture.
2: They're always the villains in, like, 80s right. teen comics, you, know, right. you know? <laughs>
0: and, and in a way, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then, like, what always the, mystifies me is that you've got, like, perhaps the most famous, though, fraternity movie of all time is Animal House. Right. And, yeah, there's the snobby, upper-class douchebag fraternity... But the star of the show is the scrappy, like, regular Joes.
2: The made-up fraternity.
0: You know what I mean? Like, it's like the regular dudes. And it's just like, I don't know. I went through the fraternity system, and I definitely grew up, like, upper middle class. Mm -hmm. So I I, I can't, you know. I think that the other,
1: like, thing that's misconstrued about fraternity is that there's usually, like, I think people think... That that is the norm in at every college that has fraternities. That there's yes the one for the rich kids and the one for right. the kids that don't belong in the rich like yeah in the rich kids game. And like at WSU,
0: there was so many fraternities. There were so many fraternities
1: like, that I was like, it was kind of like one of those things where I like, okay, you're in a frat, cool. <laughs> it's like our house, somehow it, yeah. somehow somebody lived in a house long enough with a bunch of dudes, right? Got the charter or whatever you need for it,
0: right. and like. Our house was like alcoholics and theater kids. (laughs) Those
2: are the two tribes. That's a good mix.
0: You know what? It is a good mix because like the alcoholics keep things fun, and the theater kids clean it up.
2: (laughs) I didn't think. I thought it would be. And they put on plays for you.
0: They definitely helped for shit like homecoming, where you have to go like serenade the sororities so that they can tell you that you're like all faggots and you don't get to date (laughs) them. True story. (laughs) exact words (laughs) it's fine too it's like (laughs) we were like like being the outcast group Mm -hmm. going around to like the hot upper class people and being like hey we're singing you this song so maybe you'll do homecoming with us and you're like they're not gonna fucking do that they're gonna whatever fraternity the most chicks in there are sleeping with that is the house they're gonna pair with you know what I mean like it's not like some group of girls are going to be like, those guys tried really hard on their
2: song. <laughs> they worked the hardest, they the Look most.
0: at those decorations.
2: I feel bad for that Josh guy. He can't read, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: exactly. He's not going to graduate. How did, how, did, how did he learn all the words if he couldn't read? I heard him and I just got a good memory. He was lip syncing. <laughs> it looked like he just said watermelon a hundred times. Can, my, he, can he count? Are we other, sure he can count? <laughs> my
1: other window into the Greek system at WSU was I was a houseboy at a sorority.
0: Yeah,
1: and it was a sorority that had a house mother, but she was like ninety
0: what it,
2: uh, and what had I,
1: to go in. She, like she had a to move out. Boy?
2: Yeah. What What were your uh, What were your duties?
1: Uh, well, I started a houseboy. I ended up being the weekend cook for yeah. like
2: huh. six
1: months or something. But the houseboy, you show up. You're basically like, uh, it's like you're basically part of the catering service. Like they do dinner and lunch, and everything's served in the dining room. (laughs) So you put like put all the food out on on the line, whatever, whatever it is, like the salad bar, whatever the main entree is, Mm -hmm. and then you do the dishes after. I see. But you could just go once you're done setting everything up. You sit and eat lunch in the dining room.
0: Hey, hang out with the chicks. Yeah, they all like you. As, yeah. long as, like, as long as you're yeah. not houseboy. As long as you're not like weird and creepy and like. Urgh. But I used to, which Casey was. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it was She's very, very mongrel like. <laughs> <Mongoloid. laughs>
1: but I ended up being the weekend cook, uh-huh. so i got to cook breakfast on Saturday mornings for him. And oh, that, the chicks got breakfast on Saturday mornings. That was a sight. uh Oh, I bet it was wow. only eight or eight or ten of them would ever show up. Oh, sure, yeah. On any given Saturday, um, but I would football season. I would go and make breakfast at like eight or nine, and then yeah, football. F- the football game. I'd have to leave during the third quarter, and then run back and start lunch. And then all of them would come back wasted, I'm hammered, drunk. And they'd want lunch, and so that like I got to the point where the house mother wasn't living there. So I'd just set it up in the kitchen and not set up like a, a buffet. And then it got even like even further where I would just like make sandwiches to order for them. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd just sit in the kitchen drunk talking to me. Because they'd come in. They wouldn't all come at once. They'd right, they'd trickle in, in. And you're like, I could make a sandwich. Yeah, you want a turkey sandwich? Turkey sandwich.
0: <laughs> no problem.
1: But that place, I had to go upstairs <clears throat> a couple of times in that place and it was filthy.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. I would imagine yeah. so.
0: Um, I don't know, man. I just having had like a, com- a similar in some ways, but also in many ways like a completely opposite and in many ways very positive experience in the Greek system. That's good. Like, I, I obviously there are huge systemic problems with the way that risk is managed, with mm-hmm. the way that sex is dealt with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're large cultural things that to some degree exists in every fraternity because as we just established this is a group of young men governing themselves. Right, yeah. And but at the same time there's also like a tremendous opportunity for learning in the sense that like if a lot of times when you hear shit if you're not immediately interested in it and these people start talking about it you just like write it off and whatever but there could be useful knowledge in there. It's like the fraternity, all the actual stuff that the actual fraternity has, you largely just wrote, memorize and do your tests so you can get an. Internet. But if you actually read it and like looked for what it was trying to tell you, there's like some really cool shit kind of secretly buried in there. And then like I don't know, like I know Robert's Rules of Order. like I could go to like a proper meeting and interact in like a business meeting. I've essentially been the manager of a 30-person bed and breakfast, because I was, like, the vice president, so everyone reported to me, and I monitored. Like, there was a guy that ran the kitchen, and a guy that kept it clean, you know, like, blah, 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 blah. It like, sounds like a
2: sitcom, Josh. <laughs> you should write it.
0: It would have to be on HBO or Showtime. It would be like New Heart. Exactly. Except where a guy <laughs> does, at one point in time, drink pee. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that happened on Newhart too. Okay, yeah. because did somebody drink
1: breast milk on the Cosby Show in one of the episodes? Ooh, I don't know, no, I don't know.
0: But I know that if
1: you pee, but not it wasn't on a dare in a it was gallon. Because g- <laughs> it wasn't
0: labeled. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rudy, how dare you drink this breast milk?
2: <laughs> yeah, they jumped the shark by
0: that point. <laughs> I. I had never... That phrase, the first time I heard it, and for a long time... Jump I have, the shark? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any idea what it could possibly be referencing. Uh-huh. And even when I knew what it was actually referring to, I didn't still for a while understand the concept mm-hmm. that they were just upping the ante to the point where it got so ridiculous right. that it could never
2: recover Do you think that's a it. phrase... Is that a phrase that needs to be explained, do you think? To do you some think people, degree, yeah. do you think to know? this generation yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and forward, jumping the shark is not going to be
2: like a... there's. It's right. going to get retooled. So, yeah, it's basically... Uh, I think
0: people
1: know... It's still a common to say it. And yeah, people know what it means, but they don't know... like what Maybe word. what
2: it... I mean, right. I'll explain it. Uh, it's <laughs> basically... Base. Just yeah. in case, you never no, know. No, yeah. It's basically uh, a it, point in typically a, a TV series in which... Uh, the creators have pretty much run out of gas, but still have to, still have to keep going. And so they invent um, completely insane things with which to attract audiences. Uh, and it's referring to a very late period Happy Days episode where Fonzie, <laughs> uh, in a leather jacket,
0: uh, <laughs> water, sk-
2: water skied uh, and jumped, took a jump over a shark that was yeah. uh, contained in somehow uh, contained oh, <laughs> yeah. in a and, ring uh, and uh, as, if, like, as if in that era
1: of TV filming someone water skiing and having people watch them on the beach like wasn't ridiculous enough to watch right. as, like as like boring <laughs> the audience right
2: and if you actually watch, like, I'm sure they, they advertise the, the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. But watching it now, it's such a non-moment, you know? Oh, yeah. like, it's so lame. <laughs> it's awful, genius. Like, it's really, really not even cool. Like, describing it there, like, yeah, this guy in a leather jacket jumps over a shark. Sounds, sounds pretty cool. But then it's actually not at all. Um, yeah, and so it it's kind of become like, this catch-all terms for, like, you know, whenever a show is on its last legs and they bring in, like, a new character or right. they'll do, like, a gimmick episode that's just just jumping like the shark. Or just, like, if
0: it's a vampire
2: show. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> it just, then it's <laughs> just
2: jumping the shark right out of the gate. Yeah, right? you're like, we right? don't think,
0: even need this, but we're doing but if it's it. it'd be I like if the they common... revealed
2: the character was a vampire this whole time or yeah. something.
1: Like that, yeah. I think the common thing before the them jumping the shark was, like, on... Uh, on daytime soap operas when someone would just <laughs> come back to life and they'd have to explain it. Yeah, or they had a Because they realized how popular the character was. Yeah, sure, like, yeah.
2: It's yeah. like, oh shit, we gotta get our audience It She was back. like, that yeah.
0: fucking, wasn't it Dallas where it was just
2: a dream? Oh, he yeah. shot, yeah. Yeah, or was it Dynasty? I might have been Dynasty. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, there was the who, who Shot JR, right? Yeah, right. Mean, that, that was, that's Dallas. I think it was I think it was Dynasty. The one with Patrick uh, Duffy. Yeah. yeah that, he died. Yeah. And then they revealed yeah. several oh, yeah, episodes it later It was a it was a dream the, like these the last one. These were all just dreams. Yeah. This like what fine. a what a cheap way to like backpedal. To basically <laughs> admit You're basically at that point admitting like, oh it's like we made, yeah, it's like we made one a boo one boo
0: laziest cons you can <laughs> totally.
2: Totally. Oh, this that was all a dream. Don't worry about it. Alright, moving forward. But yeah, I guess that would be a jump-the-shark moment completely. What do you think is going to replace
0: that? I mean, not that something has to. Like, as a phrase? But, like, something will do that again. Like, for mm. me, it's the one that is relevant that comes to mind, and I don't know what phrase, but, like, like the the whole, for me, it'd be, like, the EA Battlefront 2, like, thing. Like No idea where you're going. I know. <laughs> you guys don't play games. No. So, EA owns the rights to Star Wars, and EA has been voted like one of the worst companies in the world over and over and over, Uh because they took a product, which was... Yeah, I remember
1: people being upset about the the So, like,
0: they basically took a product, well, there's, okay, let's rephrase, there's a trend in gaming right now, where they want you to buy a game for 60 bucks, and then, to get every part of it, you have to either play the game for a thousand hours or some shit, or, if you don't want to do that, you could just pay $10 at a time uh. to get these points or to buy these crates of mm-hmm. goods that might have the thing you want in them. Uh yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And so, like, it's been kind of a shitty thing. Like, people will tolerate it as long as it doesn't make the game pay to win. But... EA got in trouble for their previous Star Wars game, uh-huh. and so they're like, "We heard you fucking, we heard it, guys. We're coming back. It's gonna be amazing. We got, every, we took every note. We fucking made the changes." And then they had the beta, and people were like, "What is this loot box horseshit?" Because basically, if you drop a hundred and twenty extra dollars into the game, you can buy like enough power to have like a markedly different experience.
2: I see. So you're basically Making it easier for yourself by paying money.
0: Right. Which, if you're a casual person, like, let's say you, like, have a job and you only have time to play video games for a little bit. You'll probably
2: shell out the cash, You'll right? probably
0: pay a little extra money yeah. so that you can have a little more fun. Mm-hmm. Because it's, you don't have 150 hours to sit there and grind up lightsaber skills. Right.
2: So you're basically holding <laughs> the gamer hostage to that. Yeah, thing. Because dude. it's like, well, you, you bought the game and you they want to keep lost playing it, mol- right?
0: They lost, like, fucking millions and millions of dollars of their
2: company value wow because of the backlash the irony of that you know like asking for more money <laughs> like getting more money and then losing yeah. well I, I think too like the jumping the shark thing I think uh, shows probably get less of a chance to to get stay on to, Yeah, to get that far anyway but I think the thing that's probably going to replace that as like a you know yeah, a hallmark yeah. is like the really shitty finale of a really great show because i think we've seen that so many times now Guess, that, that, yeah that like you have to stick the landing um see, and how many great shows have should have gone to nathan for the insight media comment oh well, well that's that's yeah. all i'm good for I know. <laughs> um and it's not even all that insightful but like yeah how how often do you see like a really great show that ends on a note that everybody hates um, and even when it's done like cleverly like the way The Sopranos ended which I think is kind of brilliant that really pissed people off that know?
0: like star yeah yep
2: yeah, yeah, which I, I think is is actually kind of great but can, I'm sure watching it at the time if you had watched you know how many seasons of The Sopranos and it just cuts to black like I could see how that would really piss you off and they knew that that's what was going to happen right
0: but at the same time like <clears throat> I think that's almost being more honest to the story in a mm-hmm. sense because like Oh, sure, There's yeah. no way you can write a satisfactory ending to yeah, a Yeah, you're damned if you do, <laughs> and you're damned <laughs> if you don't,
2: right? Like,
0: we learned with Seinfeld.
2: Yeah, and Seinfeld was when I was going Because it's like, mm. you know, Lost and Seinfeld and all these shows that people love, but generally believe that the finale was terrible. Sucks, you know.
0: I mean, I remember watching it live. Me too. A lot live. But I know, think
2: everybody did. And I just... Mm. Were, you're just like, <laughs> what? Have you seen those pictures of, like, um of downtown L.A., like, while the Seinfeld finale was airing? It's just... Like a ghost town Like people <laughs> didn't go out and do stuff can you, like, can you imagine anything like that Happening now like a TV show being that Popular that like <clears> Downtown I LA I feel clears? like if, if
0: American Idol Was going to have like some kind of crazy finale Maybe That might be the one show That still kind of carries Is it still big
2: enough? Well it's not even on TV anymore oh, then They're bringing it, the it back The voice is, is big I don't know Yeah fuck
0: that I mean those those show.
2: shows get big numbers, but I don't know if they get like clear LA numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like that's that's insane. <laughs> maybe that's the. Maybe that's the next uh, line.
1: Just oh, they cleared LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody's driving in part. LA. But yeah, I,
2: but it was also you have to think too. It was before it was super easy to record TV. I mean, you would have had to right. you know, tape it. But now well, you, now it. Yeah, you now
1: you, you don't have to be on the couch at 8 o'clock. Yeah,
2: no. Yeah. <laughs> on Thursday or Friday. Whatever. Must see TV, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god,
0: right? <laughs> well, Scheduling your life around television mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, no TV. Well, my
1: parents still talk about how they would go to dinner parties on Friday. Friday night, and they'd have to get home in time for Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> right. We gotta go, Dallas is on. Sorry. Guys. 20 minutes. Can we, we might watch not it here? make it. We can make we watch it here? <laughs> we gotta
2: find out who shot Jr. <laughs> yeah. Like, we gotta get home. No, that
1: was like, it was like,
0: awful.
2: <laughs> I can remember,
0: like, the, the last remnants of that, of being like, we have to leave this place because this thing is gonna happen on TV. Oh, the imagine, Friends finale is happening.
1: Imagine if, uh, if Game of Thrones wasn't, like, you weren't able to stream
0: that. Oh, People yeah. People would
1: go nuts. Yeah, it's true.
0: Oh, Game of Thrones.
1: People wouldn't have jobs. because like, <laughs> <laughs> On Sunday, well, I guess it's Sunday night. It? Hey, man. Some people,
2: people work on people Sunday night. People wouldn't go to church. <laughs> yeah, the unemployment rate would spike because you can't stream <laughs> Game of Thrones. Well, it's going to be
0: for fucking ever, isn't it? Until the next season anyway. I don't know. Because they're like at or ahead of where the books are. Now. Oh yeah. So they're just
1: yeah, busy like writing. Yeah,
0: he's writing the one they're supposed to be filming, ish. But
2: that was when the last season started. Yeah. So, so you know he's probably got a couple <laughs> chapters yeah. down. You know I interviewed George R, R. Martin once. You know I did not. Yeah, know he was in, he was yes. in town
1: for Comic Con or something. He was
2: in town for the Spokane Comic Con and um I needed to write something about it and so I started looking through the list of the. Um, the authors that were participating, and well, like um, trying to see if there was anybody I recognized. Right. And you know, it's mostly people I I didn't. Sure. but ba- And it was just in alphabetic order, and just buried there under <laughs> M. it's a George R. R. Martin. Like they weren't making a big splash about it or anything. Which uh, no, I, you would think, you know, they would. You might. They put that above the the, the title, right? So I contacted the, the con and said, is this in fact the George R. R. Martin or is it somebody else, you know? Right. And they said, no, it's him and we'll set you up with his people. And so they did. And it was a lot of back and forth uh, because he is very busy, obviously. <laughs> um, and he was in town and I, yeah, I just, one afternoon went over to his hotel room and interviewed him and he was very nice. But before we started, um, he kind of made an offhand comment to me about um, certain questions that he refuses to answer or will just straight up walk out of an interview if they're asked. He kind of just mentioned it casually, and I said, well, what kind of questions, because I want to be sure I'm not asking one of them, you know. Um, And he said the number one question that uh, he hates being asked is when will the new Game of Thrones book come out. And I said, actually, I wasn't going to ask that at all. Because I assumed that you know right. you wouldn't want to answer it. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, he does not like being asked that. But um, it's supposed to have been out like many times already, right? Like they've said, it's, oh, it'll probably be out by the end of the year, yeah. and it'll probably I, be...
0: it's taking a while.
2: Yeah. I mean, have you seen those things? They're like phone books. Yeah. I have. And like old phone books. I.
1: Have. I don't even know if they, they got white them. and yellow pages. They got white <laughs> and yellow <laughs> pages, oh,
0: and some of those purple
2: pages, yeah. whatever colored and maps and all that. That was that crap. you know
0: that was. For your municipal information, the correct. Yes,
2: yeah. if you needed to call before you dug, but he was—he was, he was a very this nice podcast. is so full of knowledge? <laughs>
0: call before you dig, guys. At least three days.
1: <laughs> uh, you should call before you dig because when they dug, no, here at this house, get the fuck to out. fix the foundation because it was leaking. Mm-hmm. It was like the first or second shovel strike. Oh no! Cut the gas line, <laughs> and Danny went outside. Danny heard people outside, he goes out, and he first heard, when he opened the door, just this, oh, sound. Oh, God. Like air coming out of a hose. Yeah. And he looks out, and it was like, the landlord, and then the two guys that were working, and Avista was just showing up, and he was going out to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Holy <laughs> He's like, well, I guess I won't oh, smoke. Oh, Jesus. And then it was like, I guess the gas smell was, like, overpowering. Crazy, I bet. And then I got home right when they had, the Vista had finished, and I was like, so what are you guys doing here? It's like, oh, somebody cut the gas line. That's and insane. I asked them if it was on purpose, and they're like, no. <laughs> still don't have any enemies, but. Call before you think. <laughs> that's the, that's the, the, yeah. the moral of isn't that story. Two, is it 2 1
0: 1? No. I think oh, it is 2 1 1. And if it isn't, work your way up, but yeah. don't get denied.
2: 1 1 1. 2, two 1 1. one, 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 one. Three we can, we can one tell one. you it's not 4 1 1. Uh-uh. Is that still a thing? I don't know. Why would it have to be? I don't know. What could? You I bet possibly... there's still some
1: people that
2: people that don't have smartphones, right? Just one there guy. Are people who don't have smart. It's like my grandpa. Just one 4-1. guy in the country
0: that they need for
2: four one one. Oh, if it's Dwayne.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, what's the number for O'Reilly? <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne, look it up in the phone
1: book. But if you call 411, they just send you a free smartphone.
0: <laughs> send you a jitterbug. The buttons are real big. They just assume <laughs> you're old. So, they're like,
2: fuck it. Yeah. I mean, you definitely are old if you're calling 411. What about 1 800 Collect? Oh.
0: Yeah, oh. I remember that. Yeah, I remember the commercials. They were, were Those big. ones with the carrot top? Or is that. I
1: think he did it for a while. They, yeah. had, they had different celebrities. Yeah. I think, um,. Oh, what's his name from Monty Python? Well, I have no idea. John Cleese. Yeah. Yeah. Think he did it for a while. Nice.
0: Fuck
2: yeah! He was also the face <laughs> of Compaq, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, wow. maybe. Wow. A really long Yeah, job. that's a deep cut. I don't deep know. Deep cuts. Uh, or how about Candace Bergen for Sprint? Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Murphy Brown. Murphy, Murphy Brown. Brown chilling out Murphy for Sprint.
1: You know, I was actually thinking about. This. I remember. A couple days ago, it was like weird afternoon TV when I was in high school. Yeah. There was like TRL for a while. Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. But I think right before TRL came on, the grind would be on.
2: Oh. The
1: like dance. Yes.
2: Oh yeah. It was the MTV, grind. and they
1: would just had they had a bunch of different cameras. Was that
2: the one with like the gears, like the yep. the logo where the yeah. But it was literally like was a DJ
1: like, would play, and then people would dance around a pool, <laughs> or whatever, and that was the show. It was like
2: really shitty. There was a host, yes. basically. yeah, there like if host, solid gold. Totally sucked.
1: There was a host, but they would the host would only do like, go, "Welcome back to the grind," and then it would go
2: back. to
0: <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to the grind, and it was just like. I think crazy. Polly Shore. Everyone's. Yeah, I was gonna say it's the some guy who wants to be that. the next
2: Polly Shore. <laughs> I interviewed Polly Shore once too. We don't need to hear that. So <laughs> he'll be here. He was just here. Oh, that's right. He was here on, on, Sunday. on the Sunday. The whistle. The weasel. He was nice. He seemed kind of sad to me. Mm. The tears of a clown.
0: Yeah. Whatever that shit means. <laughs>
2: <laughs> tears of a clown? They come out of a flower and they
0: hit you in the eye. <laughs> they save them. Are some cool. kind of fucking artist? <laughs>
2: Oh, boy. But Polly Shore sure is.
0: Well, and you know what? That's the thing about art, is no one can say who is and isn't an artist. I suppose that's true.
1: Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Although, you know. They tried to tell me in college in a philosophy of art class that the...
2: Well, that sounds like a snooze right there.
0: (laughs) By the way, yep. (laughs) Yep. Was it a
2: 100 level? No,
0: it was not. It was... It was one of my capstone courses or whatever. Oh. Yeah. It was like aesthetics and uh, mm. that kind of shit. And uh... no,
2: I don't remember. Well, you, you said of... they were... <laughs> <laughs> it was so boring. You just... You said exactly. They were, they were, they were trying oh to tell you something. Oh God, what a snoozer. So, yeah, like what is... Like what? what did you learn? What did I learn?
0: I learned that they told me that the meaning of a work... And I do agree with this, however ludicrous as it sounds, that the meaning of a work is not determined by its creator.
2: I... Yeah, okay, I've heard that before. And, 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 and I, I kind of... I mean, it, I suppose it depends, but I kind of I'm agree. saying
0: that the, the creator can have an intent, mm-hmm. and that can factor into the overall interpretation of the piece.
2: Right. But
0: once you put the piece out there you know what I mean it's not
2: yours anymore it's not up to you right
0: now but. everyone else gets to say what they feel about it yep. and if it's not what you felt about it that's shitty yeah but that's or like or it a, isn't it just is yeah. what it is that's
2: like how Ray Bradbury insisted like up until his death that Fahrenheit 451 was not about censorship it was about I don't know something else it was just, how awesome it was about, was to burn it shit it in. was about
1: don't put paper in the oven
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit will burn <laughs> Like yeah, he didn't, well, I mean, he didn't mean it as an allegory for for he's just like but that's would what it, have
0: been the future firemen yeah but like, that's
2: what, yeah they start fires yeah it was just yeah, only he, on books oh, yeah they hate books all of a sudden you got
1: all of a sudden you got movies like Logan's Run yep girls running around in bikinis in the middle of winter
2: <laughs> um but yeah I kind of agree with that quote <clears throat> philosophy. Yeah. That was
0: like the only thing I can remember that's taking good, out
2: of that. That's a that's an interesting debate to be had.
0: It is, and it was probably the only interesting day of that class.
1: I think the only thing that would change that argument is if the artists got to stand next to their work or like and explain it to yeah. you. And if they if someone came up to the, the artist and said, "I think it's about this," and the artist said, "No, no it's not." No, it smacks
2: no, you in the mouth. No. <laughs> no, I mean they Gosh. kind of do that. If you, I mean. Like, if a if a piece has... A little plaque. Yeah, like, yeah. a piece has a lot of meaning, they'll put the plaque next to it, but, you know, still, what if you don't read the plaque? It right. still hits you the way it hits you.
0: Yeah, right, exactly. If you uh,
2: don't read the plaque and you don't know the context, then... Right.
0: Um,
1: I remember walking around the museum, the National Portraiture Museum in Washington, D.C. Sure. They have a ton of... They have a whole floor of modern art there. Oh. And... I went I went around, I actually enjoy walking around art museums, but yeah. I had an hour to kill after I was done, so I went around and followed people on tour. I think i told you guys this story. But Sounds great. I followed <laughs> a couple, there was like a high school, Josh was like, get, let's get going.
2: No. No. I want to hear this story. There, was a high, there were
1: like a bunch of college uh, classes that were touring, and I'm sure high school ones that were like going through, and their professors or teachers that were like talking about each piece of art, so I thought... I thought it'd be funny, since they were getting in my way when I was trying to like view everything, I went back and would stand behind some of the classes while their teacher was talking about it. When the teacher got done with talking about art piece, I just quietly went, I don't get it, and then walked off. (laughs) (laughs) That's Mm (laughs) Casey, always performing.
0: (laughs) It's in your blood. So uh, Nathan, mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. in your life these days, man? What do you got coming up, or you got any anything that you,
2: you introduce a movie soon? Q and A's? No, I oh. I I don't have anything like that. Uh, oh. I was doing that a lot there for a minute. Right. Um. Oh no, that's not true. Oh. Uh. Sure. Uh. Right. I completely uh, spaced. Uh. We're doing the Inlander. We I guess. Right. Um. Are doing a screening of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Speaking of. Uh, relatives traveling across the country, right, Yeah. Uh, yeah, that and is... that is on December the twenty-second, I believe, oh. um, at the Garland Theater, and so I will be. Uh, or oh. er, No, the twenty, the twenty-first, I think. Okay. It's a Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I will be presenting that, so I'll be out in front of that, and then, um, it's a very funny movie. I enjoy yeah. it very much, and uh, a, so yeah, there's it's a that staple. <laughs> um, but other than that. Not not a lot do you, of. Uh, do you want people to follow you on social media? Um, you know, I'm not. Like, I have a Twitter. But you uh, don't. But I don't really tweet all that much. That's
0: not true. It's constantly annoying me. Really? You're one of, like, the nine people I follow.
2: <laughs> I retweet a lot of stuff. <laughs> yes. I don't tweet my own stuff all that often. But oh, I retweet. Okay,
0: well, my phone still makes a notification.
2: Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy you're thinking of me. Day in and day out. No, I usually I, I retweet like usually it's like some political thing that yes. just really makes me mad, and so I'll right? retweet it because that's my duty as an American. I agree. And I'm changing the world mm-hmm. one retweet at a time. I mean, my, I mean, I've got like 200 followers or something, but there you go. But I don't know.
0: My dad's taken to making stenciled signs and standing on a bridge that crosses the freeway to protest. Really? Yeah, he just stands there. With what do his signs say?
2: I'll L- look for him.
0: Like GOP lies stealing from America. You know, okay. Like the kind of like multi yeah, yeah. slogan like cardboard mm-hmm. stencil sign. Like he does that. And I was like, you know, good for him, man. He's older yeah. and getting retired. And like if he wants to that's how he's gonna be politically active, fucking go ahead. She's got the time. And yeah. then like the other day I was walking home and I saw someone doing it on that bridge that over Maple Street Bridge. Yeah. So, like on Summit Park. Mm-hmm. And I saw someone doing it there and I was like, is this catching on? <laughs> and so like, is this gonna be a new thing in so Spokane? Old white men just throwing out the old <laughs> signs. So they're just pissed the and they've got you? a sign.
1: I thought there was a huge protest uh driving around a few weeks ago. <laughs> and then it was like on every corner and then I realized it was just Tom's turkeys at the, <laughs> at the real uh, <clears throat> uh, I was kinda pissed that they were on the corner. Wanting me to honk at him, I was like, "I'm not honking at you." And then I saw what it was. Like, oh, I should, probably should have honked.
0: You, you, wanna, go you, next? Go next or you want to go next? You want me to go next, bro? Uh,
1: I'll go next because it's short. Oh, okay.
0: good. <laughs> uh, Keep it brief.
1: <laughs> uh, I have nothing really coming up. I think I'll be at the Riddler in a couple of weeks, but I'll talk about that next episode. Sure. <laughs> if we ever
2: do it, we will. <laughs> yeah, how funny. often already? Yeah, how often do you do this now?
0: Not as frequently right now, because things are just hectic, and, uh...
2: Yeah, holidays. holidays. and Holidays, D-A-Z-E, am I right? Right. Mm-hmm. And, you
0: know, like, I, we both, I have a different job than I've had for, you know, like, that's kind of new. Yeah, your
1: schedules are...
0: And Casey's are different. job has evolved, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, like, it used to be we were just free a lot of the same times, Right. and now it's a little more difficult, because mm-hmm. we both have lives... Right. Yeah, whether we want to Well, Oh, that's not. good, though.
2: It's nice, it means but it's...
0: It means you have to
1: learn how to schedule. Right. Do shit ahead of time. <clears> Which is know. not where we're strong. <laughs> not at all. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, to finish my plugs. Please. Uh, coming to need Over every Thursday for good yourself. We've been having... Uh, good crowds there. The, a lot of the comics don't show up. I assume it's because they don't like me, but that's fine. No, it's because
0: there weren't good crowds, and people don't understand that some crowds aren't going to fucking... Like, they want that. Who doesn't, but, like, some crowds are.
1: But, like, last week we had a great crowd, and it was, I think, four other comics besides myself.
2: It's so late on Sunday.
1: So I'm assuming that tomorrow it'll be uh, a ton of comics (laughs) and no crowd. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then the comments will be like, "Where's the audience?" What the fuck? Yeah.
0: We heard on Weed and Whiskey <laughs> podcast that there was. You to told us. You told us. You to told us.
1: Yeah. Uh, other than that, check out my Instagram, Facebook. Just my name, Casey Strain. There's an underscore in there, I think, on Instagram. But you know, you get it's to around. one. You, you get to one through the other. Figure so, it out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh.
1: uh. Yeah, what do you got going, Josh?
0: Well, so, you know, speaking of the in-laws coming in and having to entertain them and stuff, <laughs> I will be hosting at the Spokane Comedy Club the weekend before Christmas. That's the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd yeah. of December. With uh, Ryan McComb as the feature and Mr. Zoltan Kazaz. That was the headliner, winner of Seattle International Comedy Competition, and uh, Beast of the College Circuit. Yeah. And I'm really stoked, because I've heard nothing but super positive reviews of him, Mm -hmm. but I haven't had a chance to see his act yet, so I'm just excited. And it's always nice to meet someone who's better at what you do, so you can learn from them. Totally. Um, So I'm just excited. This is the first time I'm back at the club hosting in over a year. So I'm trying to take full advantage of it. So if you need to come, if you'd like to come up to the show, please let me know. I'm sure I'll be able to find you a ticket,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or at least a deal on a ticket. Um, and then do you want to talk about the 13th of January? I was leaving it for you. Okay. Well, I
1: just wanted to know if you were cool with committal. It was your get.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So on the 13th of January mm-hmm. at the Big Dipper. Uh, Later in the evening, maybe like nine or nine thirty, we're gonna do a live recording of weed and whiskey. What?
2: Yeah. Whoa.
0: Yeah, we're gonna do a live one because, as it turns out, people that own venues are looking for things to do in them. And I was like, I wanna do that because why not? (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: We've done a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Like I don't know, a hundred, but maybe.
1: We'll just call it a hundred. We'll
2: no call it our hundred. We not, don't even exactly. know. Exactly. Let's just call it our. You 100. know there's some super fan out there that's listening to this. Actually, it's 89. I don't believe yeah. that. Actually, even if you, <laughs> I don't believe that. Even if you include
1: Casey and Josh Discuss
0: Stuff. <laughs> oh my god. It's not a hundred. <laughs> Casey and Josh Discuss Stuff. If that you, was a show? That was a show. It what was, a title. was the first
1: incarnation <laughs> first of this we bullshit.
0: <laughs> we were like, you know what people are going to want to hear? Us <laughs> already hammered drunk, yeah. they don't want to be on the journey, they nothing. want to get there at the destination. <laughs> and then we're gonna talk hammered drunk about what news stuff we got it was segments. Back,
1: it was back when we would you had like, segments, we would go, we would plan to go to open mic and not go and then go do that, right? I so see. it was like we didn't even have like comedy gigs or anything, <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: So crushing it. Um, yeah. You can find me on all the social media platforms at Shim Shammy, S H A M, S H A M M I E, and Josh T Ford on Twitter. And then if you want to tweet at the podcast, it's at Weed and Whiskey One.
2: Mm-hmm. Because the girl. Weed was, and Whiskey was taken?
0: Yeah, some girl from uh, some... New Jersey. I'm sure who she's hasn't nice. tweeted since
2: 2013. Oh. She, right? She's one nice. of those.
0: One of them. Yeah. And her last, uh, her last tweet is something like, about to get a burrito and a good drilling, but she missed misspells <laughs> drilling. <laughs> it <laughs> like, sounds
2: like she hey, had a great
0: Yeah, I know, that, dude. Like, that sounds like a pretty fucking solid <laughs> evening of I'm burrito just, and some sex. Yeah. I, no, just, I think that
1: drilling might be a word. side dish at the burrito know,
0: spot man, she's I calling. don't know, but hmm. she definitely will not respond we to any communication. forever. Mm. About getting that. And then we, you know, it's weedandwhiskey.net because weedandwhiskey.com <laughs> yeah. costs
2: $9,000. You know what was available? Here, you know what it turns Casey out? Casey and Josh discuss stuff.com. Right. Yeah. But it
0: turns out that the name Weed and Whiskey wasn't as entirely clever and original as I thought. <laughs> I was like, this is so fucking
2: smart. It's that alliteration, man.
0: Yeah. yeah. It is that alliteration. Yeah, it's punchy. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, at the live podcast, I'm going to try to get the recording of the song. Yeah. Because I can at least play That's it on That's
1: one my way to do it, it's just rope yep. someone into doing it.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe we'll get Patient Those Zero. Those guys are around. Yeah, we'll get Patient Zero to come back and I, play it on I, a, He's in stuff. town. I
1: saw him the other day.
0: There we go. All right. Uh, this has been the, the podcast of Weed and Whiskey. It's been a good moment for all of us, I think. Write us at Weed and Whiskey Spokane. At (laughs) gmail.com. Thank you for listening. And, yep.
1: (laughs) Thank you for listening.